1: The more your prayers are answered, the more you know your will is in alignment with God's will. If your prayers are not being answered, there's a gauge for you to know, wait a minute, something's not right here.
0: Is that helpful for you? Well, may I be so bold as to say, if it isn't, it should be. That's Pastor Leighton Sheely, and we're going to wrap up a message today. Dealing with the subject of prayer. Now, Christ talks about prayer quite a bit. And if you've missed any of the messages in this series, Monday, Tuesday, and then today, you can always listen again to them on the website, studyversebyverse.com. That's studyversebyverse.com. Pastor Layton is the senior pastor at Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. And they're on the web at highlands.us. Here's Pastor Layton.
1: Pray then like this. And I want you to notice the order of the petitions in the prayer. The first three have to do with God and His glory, and then the second group of three has to do with us and our needs. God needs to be given first place, and then we turn attention to our needs. You see, it's first Thy name, Thy kingdom, Thy will, and then give us, lead us, and deliver us. And when God is given his proper place being first, then everything else falls into place. Prayer is not intended to be an attempt to build, to bend the will of God towards our desires, but to submit our desires to the will of God. The Father must be first. And yet, we often come to him in prayer and we pray for things First, things that we want, some of those things can distract us from God. Or we pray for friends or relationships, and some of those things might actually compete with Him for our attention. Or we pray for Him to order a certain, certain events so that it meets our agenda and our plan instead of His plan. We need to put God first in our prayers. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Our Father, our, our Father. You know, we humans tend to be self-centered. And you notice that Jesus doesn't begin this model prayer by saying, My Father. In fact, nowhere in the Lord's Prayer do you find the words, I, me, or mine. You see, when it's, when we come to pray, it's not about... God and me, it's about God and us. He is our Father. And this phrase eliminates our prayer being self-centered. He is our Father, our Father. You know, Jesus always called God Father, and it made an impression on his disciples because every prayer that's recorded for us in all four gospels, in all of those prayers, Jesus addresses God as Father. Except one prayer. And that prayer was given when he was hanging on the cross and he said, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And you remember in that moment, he was made sin for mankind, which broke his relationship with the Father. But in every other prayer, he addressed God as Father. And that would have been considered irreverent and blasphemous in his time. In fact, the word Father that he uses is the word Abba. Abba. And you know what that means? It means Daddy. Daddy. And Jesus' model for prayer was modeled by the early Christians as well because the Apostle Paul wrote in Romans 8.15... For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received the spirit of sonship, and by him we cry, Abba, Father. Abba was the title that was given a father by a small child, a little toddler, someone just learning how to speak. I've got a challenge for you uh, to consider. How about this week, when you go to prayer, you open your prayer with Daddy. That may transform your prayers. And then he continues on, Our Father, our Daddy, who art in heaven. And this balances the danger of getting all fixated on the fact that God is Daddy. Because when we get fixated on that, we can become frivolous in our relationship with God and our prayers. He's not only our Daddy, but he is sitting on the throne of heaven. And we have the privilege of coming into the presence of Almighty God and should do so with appropriate respect and awe. Hallowed be your name. Name didn't just mean um, a label. It meant who they were. Holy are you, is what this is saying. Now... The word hallowed is related to the English word holy. The original word is translated holy. It's translated saint and sanctified. And what it describes is something that is set apart for God's use. In in the ancient temple, they used to use utensils like uh, knives and things like that. Now, those knives were just like every other knife in terms they could come off an assembly line. But that knife was holy, was sanctified, because it was set apart for use In the temple, it was set apart for God's use, and that's why Christians are called holy. We're just like other human beings, but we have been set apart for God's use. First Peter three fifteen says, "But sanctify the Lord in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer for every man that asks you a reason for the hope that is in you, with meekness and with fear." And what Peter is saying is, give God in the place in your heart, that He deserves. Don't just lump God in with everything else. God is holy. He deserves a special place. And these words also remind us that God is holy. He is not an easygoing parent that shuts His eyes to rebellion and sin. And when we come into the presence of holy God, if we're dealing with that, we need to deal with that and get rid of it. Because God is holy. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The kingdom of God is central to the message of Jesus. Uh, He described his ministry. He says, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God to the other cities also, for I was sent for this purpose. Uh, Luke says that Jesus went through Every city and village preaching and showing the good news of the kingdom of God. It was the message of Jesus Christ. Now, this passage uses um, a Hebrewism called a parallelism. And the Hebrews tended to say things twice. They would say it uh, one way, and then they might say it a different way, a way that was intended to explain or amplify uh, what was repeated. You find this often when you're reading through the book of Psalms. You'll read two sentences actually talk about the same thing, but they talk about different facets, uh, describe it from different facets. Your kingdom come, your will be done is talking about the same thing. God's kingdom is the place where God's will is done. Now, we're asking for his kingdom, his will to come. You realize that all the troubles that exist in this world exist because Someone or some group of someones decided to do things their way instead of God's way. They had their will instead of God's will. God's will is always perfect, and only God is perfect. And any other way than God's is going to contribute to the problems of this world. Rebellion against God's will does not lead to contentedness, happiness, joy, and peace. It leads to misery. In order for us to experience those things, the happiness and joy, we need to be submissive to His will. Thy will be done. And, and that also means that no Christian should pray something that's against the will of God. God doesn't steal, kill, or lie. And so we, a Christian should never pray, God, help me to lie more effectively or steal more effectively. That's not a good prayer. Your kingdom come is also asking that more people come into the kingdom. See, God is taking people from all around this world in every condition and changing them, transforming them by the power of His Spirit and Word to bring their wills into conformity and alignment with His will. What is God's will? How can I, as a sinful fallen creature, know God's will? The answer is God's will is in His Word. God has revealed His will in His Word. And if we pray according to His will, we know He hears and answers our prayers. That's what the Apostle John said in 1 John 4. And this is the confidence we have towards Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that He hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we also have the request that we have asked Him. If we pray in accordance with His will, our prayers will be answered. Which, by the way, means that a life that is marked by Daily answers to prayer is an indication of spiritual maturity. The more your prayers are answered, the more you know your will is in alignment with God's will. If your prayers are not being answered, there's a gauge for you to know, wait a minute, something's not right here. Now, as I mentioned previous, we won't be able to cover all of this model prayer this week because it's so rich, but if the Lord's tarries, we plan on returning to it next week, But I thought it would be appropriate for us to end our time together this morning by reciting aloud, together, the Lord's Prayer. Now, some of us have learned the Lord's Prayer using the words, forgive us our debts. Others, forgive us our trespasses. Whichever version you've learned, use that version. Both versions are are right. But let's pray aloud together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
0: Amen. Well, there's an enthusiastic end a message from Pastor Leighton Sheely and we'll come back tomorrow with a second message and the fourth of six broadcasts in this series, taking a look at a New Year's resolution we should all make. Pray more often and more effectively. You can always review any of our broadcasts on the ministry website studyversebyverse.com That's studyversebyverse.com This daily visit from Pastor Layton is an outreach of Church of the Highlands in San Bruno and you can find out a lot about the church on their website at highlands.us That's highlands.us Since we're here in the Bay Area if there's any way we can help you during this time please reach out All of our contact information is on that website, highlands.us. I'm Mike Trout. Have a blessed rest of your day and come back tomorrow when we'll once again open the Word of God and study verse by verse.